0: greetings earthlings today i'm back with a review of an updated microphone from audio technica that microphone being the audio technica atr 2500 x-usb not to be confused with the audio technica atr 2500-usb it doesn't have the x that's the difference the new version has the x if you are interested in this microphone it will cost you around 120 dollars like always i'll throw some links down below for this review i have the microphone connected directly to my mac i am recording at 24 bit 48 kilohertz my gain is set at around 50 percent i will not do any kind of post processing but i may have to boost it a little bit in post so check the doobly-doo to see what i diddly did and now let's talk about what comes in the box of course, you are going to get the microphone. You will get a desktop tripod with the mount already installed. You'll get an additional regular hard mount, which does have 5/8 and 3/8 inch threading. You will get two cables, a USB-C to USB-C cable, and a USB-C to USB-A cable. You'll also get some documentation and a US lifetime limited end user warranty then as far as the build quality it feels more than sufficient it has an all metal body as well as a very firm metal mesh grill and if the manufacturing location matters to you this is made in China then on the front of the mic you will find a blue light that indicates the microphone is plugged in and getting power this does not function as a clipping indicator this does not function as a mute indicator this is just a power light directly beneath that you will find the headphone volume up and down controls then you'll find the 3.5 millimeter headphone port which does allow for zero latency monitoring and computer playback there is nothing else as you move around the sides of the microphone and on the bottom of this you will find the USB-C port then as far as the specs this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern it has a frequency response of 30 hertz to 15 kilohertz a sensitivity which is unknown a to d conversion of up to 24 bit and 192 kilohertz and that is pretty much all we get nothing else now i am spinning around the atr 2500 x to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration We'll continue around to 180 degrees here's what the rear of the microphone sounds like continuing around to the second 90 degree angle there we go and then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection of this thing please bring pizza pronto please bring pizza pronto please bring pizza pronto now i am right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect and here is how the audio sounds about three inches off of the mic with a pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here is how the audio sounds. About one foot away from the microphone, two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the microphone. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron Blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And then for all you hot tub streaming gaming folk out there, now I am typing on the SAD W keys. Here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. Now here is the microphone in a completely untreated room. I'm about a foot and a half away from the mic and here is how the audio is sounding. And now to see how well the provided mount and the microphone as a whole rejects bumps, I will go ahead and tap on the desk to see how much of that noise it rejects. And then I will tap on the boom arm. the answer is it doesn't and now to be extremely thorough and annoying i will tap on the microphone's body to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies now i have the microphone on the provided desktop tripod stand This puts the microphone about a foot and a half away from my mouth. And I am doing this to demonstrate why I typically do not recommend using the desktop stands that come with microphones and rather getting a boom arm that allows you to get the microphone a bit closer to your mouth first off when the microphone is this far away from you and if you are in an untreated space you are going to sound a lot more distance you are going to pick up a lot more room tone and that's going to sound pretty bad especially for conference calls secondly now it's right on the desk so it will pick up bumps of that if you are typing or anything and on the note of typing it's a lot closer to the keyboard so if you have any kind of loud switches that is going to cause an issue. So typically I would recommend instead of doing this, getting it on a boom arm and getting the microphone closer to your mouth like this. Now I'm going to go ahead and throw the microphone in my box of doom, which is an isolation cabinet. So we can see what kind of noise the microphones preamps generate. then as far as latency with our sample rate at 48 kilohertz and the i o buffer size of 64 samples we have an eight and a half millisecond round trip or four millisecond output at 128 samples we have 11 milliseconds round trip or five milliseconds output and jumping up to 256 samples we have 16 and a half milliseconds round trip or eight milliseconds output Then, when we jump up to 192 kHz with our I.O. buffer at 64 samples, we have 6.5 milliseconds round trip or about 3 milliseconds output. Jumping up to 128 samples, we have 7 milliseconds round trip or 3.2 milliseconds output. And jumping up to 256 samples, we have 8.5 milliseconds round trip or around 4 milliseconds output. Then as far as the headphone amp in this thing, it was capable of driving the Sennheiser HD 650s to a listenable level, but I was getting around 75 to 80% of my volume to get there. So I do think that the headphone amp is a little bit underpowered, so I would not recommend it if you are going to be driving headphones that are much more difficult to drive than the HD 650s. Also, a quick note on the zero latency monitoring from the headphone port. It seems as though it is a set level set at the factory. You cannot increase it or decrease it using the headphone volume up and down. You cannot increase it or decrease it based on the gain of your microphone in your system settings. And there doesn't appear to be a way to turn it off. So, I wanted to make a note letting you know that when you hear zero latency monitoring you can't shut it off and you can't make it quieter you can't make it louder you're stuck with what it is set at out of the factory now i want to do a very quick comparison between the atr 2500x usb and a bunch of other microphones on the market so we can see how it compares to the competition and to demonstrate what kind of other options you have if you're looking for a spoken word microphone like always we'll start on the mic that we're reviewing this is the atr 2500x usb 24 bit 48 kilohertz gain at 50 percent on my mac six inches away from the microphone no post processing but check the lower third to see how much i boosted it in post and make sure to check the lower third on all of these mics to see how much i boost each of them now i am on the Razer siren mini this costs around fifty dollars it has no headphone jack it is a very basic bare bones microphone i am recording 16 bit 48 kilohertz with my gain at 50 percent, six inches off and here is how this sounds let's jump back to the atr 2500 and do some more comparisons back on the 2500 x usb again so you can hear how this sounds nothing has changed Let's jump to the next microphone. Now I am speaking into the Samsung Q2U. This is an XLR and USB dynamic microphone. This costs around 60 to $70, and I am about four or five inches off of this. My gain is set at 75%. I am recording at 16-bit 48 kilohertz, and here is how the audio sounds. Let's jump back to the ATR2500X USB and do some more comparisons again we're back on the 2500 x so you can hear how this sound and get a good feel for it before we jump to the next mic which we are going to do now now i am speaking into the akg p120 this is an xlr condenser microphone i'm connected to the Focusrite 18 i20 second gen gain set at one o'clock 24 bit 48 kilohertz and here is how the audio sounds if i did not mention this goes for around 70 dollars and there you go no post process and nothing check the lower third let's do some more comparisons again i want to let you hear how this mic sounds in between every single mic that we're comparing it against this is the atr 2500 x usb let's jump to the next microphone now i'm speaking into the audio technica at 2005 usb this costs around 80 dollars this is another xlr usb dynamic microphone i am about four or five inches away my gain is set just shy of 100 percent. recording 16 bit 48 kilohertz and here is how this audio sounds let's go ahead and do some more comparisons hey we are on the 2500 x usb again i am not going to talk very long but here you go let's jump to the next microphone Now I am on the Rode NT-USB Mini. My gain is set at around 40%, 24 bit, 48 kilohertz and six inches off. And here is how this sounds. I do also want to note that Rode released some new software that allows you to do some real time processing to the microphone. So just keep that information in mind when you are listening to the microphones and deciding which one is best for you. But regardless, this is the NT-USB Mini. The audio has been raw. Let's jump back to the atr 2500 USB X, whatever name it is, and do more comparisons. Again, we are back on the Audio-Technica ATR2500X-USB. Here is how it sounds. Let's jump to the next mic so you can hear how it compares to that now i'm speaking into the new audio technica atr 2100x usb this costs around 100 and i am recording 24 bit 48 kilohertz with my gain around 60 ish percent four or five inches away from the microphone and here is how it sounds let's jump back to the other audio technica that we're reviewing and do more comparisons against other microphones that are available let's do that now what a shocker 2500 x usb that's what we're on six inches off gain of 50 percent 24 bit 48 kilohertz nothing has changed let's jump to the next microphone now i am speaking into the blue yeti nano about six inches away my gain is set at 25 percent i am recording at 32-bit float which is what this is set at for some reason and 48 kilohertz and here is how the audio is sounding for this microphone which costs around $100 if I did not mention that yet hey back on the 2500x again very briefly so you can hear how I sound 24 bit 48 kilohertz let's jump to the next microphone now I am on the audio technica at 2020 this is a $100 xlr condenser microphone Connected directly to the Focusrite 18i20 second gen, gain set at 1 o'clock, 24 bit, 48 kilohertz. Check the lower third, and this goes for $100. There you go, the AT2020 versus the AT2- ATR2500X USB. Catchy name, guys. Let's jump back and do more comparisons all right we're back on this again i cannot believe that i am doing more of these i am surprised that i have not slipped into a deep depression because i hate doing this with usb microphones here is the 2500x let's jump to the next one now i am on the original audio technica atr 2500-usb This still costs around $110. I'm recording at 24-bit, no, I'm sorry, 16-bit, 48 kilohertz. My gain is set at 50%, and I am about 6 inches off of this thing. And here is how it sounds. Does the original sound better or worse than the new updated version, which has USB-C and much higher resolution recording? Let me know in the comments down below. But now let's do more comparisons. Hey, we are on the 2500X USB again. I am not going to talk very long, but here you go. Let's jump to the next microphone. Now I am on the Lewitt LCT240 Pro. This is another XLR condenser microphone. This costs around $150. I'm connected to the Focusrite 18i20. Gain at one o'clock, 48 volts on. I am recording 24 bit, 48 kilohertz, six inches away and here is how this sounds compared to the whatever the mic that we're reviewing i can't be bothered to (laughs) to repeat the name again let's jump back to it though and do more comparisons because i don't know how many of these we have done we are back on the 2500x again so you can hear how this sounds let's jump to another microphone and do that comparison right now now i am speaking into the audio technica at 2020 usb plus this costs between 125 and 170 dollars i have my gain set at around 60 percent i am six inches off of this thing recording 16 bit 48 kilohertz and here is how the audio sounds compared to the at 2500 x usb whatever that model number is this is the 2020 usb plus let's do more comparisons now We're back on the 2500X, and you know how I said I was surprised that I have not slipped into a deep depression doing this? Well now I have. I hate everything, the world is is terrible, and this is the 2500X. Let's jump to the next microphone. Now I am on the Elgato Wave 3. This microphone costs around $160, I do not have any processing engaged, I am 6 inches off and my gain is set at around 15%, and here is how the audio sounds let's go ahead and jump back to the audio technica and do a couple more comparisons i bet you wouldn't expect it but we are back on the 2500 x so you can hear it again before we jump to another microphone and you can hear how it compares to that now i am speaking into the Rode nt usb the original one and yes i am speaking into the correct side there you go i just have the windscreen turned around i am six inches off of this thing my gain is set at around 60 percent 16 bit 48 kilohertz this costs around 170 to 180 and here is how it sounds there you go let's jump back to the audio technica and do some more comparisons all right i think we're getting near the end and now i am all cheerful and happy this is the 2500x get a good feel for it nothing has changed let's jump to another microphone so you can hear that now we are on the Rode nt1 this is another xlr condenser microphone and this costs around 270 dollars i am six inches off gain of the focus right is set at around one o'clock 24 bit 48 kilohertz check the lower third to see how much i've boosted each of these in post i hate usb microphones for all of these comparisons that i have to do but let's jump back to this USB mic that I hate comparing and two more one more comparison thank goodness I think one more comparison and you all know what it's going to be and thank goodness I believe this is the last mic that we are comparing it against this is the 2500x here is how it sounds let's jump to the last microphone and now we are on the neumann u87 ai this is a 32 to 3600 dollar xlr condenser microphone i am on the cardioid polar pattern no filters no pads engaged Focusrite right 18 i 20 gain at one o'clock 24 bit 48 kilohertz and here is how this sounds not a fair comparison not really in here for use i don't think anybody's wondering which one's better but I wanted to include it because i have to use the microphone i need to get my money's worth but that is it for the comparisons let me know in the comments down below which of these microphones did you like the best do you think the atr 2500 x-usb is worth the 120 dollars, or are there more affordable options here that, that we compared that you think sound better let me know in the comments down below and now let's go ahead and jump to the music test Audio-Technica, I've got another question for you. I don't see this model listed here, so is it covered or not? Please help. Or apply or leave a comment or do whatever, but I would love some clarification because... I do not see the ATR2500X listed under the covered models on the US lifetime limited end user warranty, however it came in the box for said microphone. I would love some clarification if you're seeing this Audio-Technica, let me know in the comments. Is it covered or not? Okay, conclusion time. (laughs) I'm conducting business via song now. How immature and unprofessional. (laughs) Conclusion time, thanks for a condenser microphone at this price point i think the sound of it is pretty good but i think when it comes to features the competition is just a bit too strong and first up in terms of pros i love that they upgraded the converters to 24 bit up to 192 kilohertz that's a great upgrade from the prior generation i also like the addition and inclusion of zero latency monitoring Additionally, we had some very good latency figures, which is not the most common thing for most USB microphones. And if you live in the US, you have that limited lifetime warranty, assuming that they included the correct slip with this microphone. But then in terms of cons, I found the polar pattern to be pretty unforgiving, meaning it picks up a lot of room tone. If you're buying this and you don't have a treated room, that's going to become a problem also the zero latency monitoring quirk where you can't turn off the zero latency monitoring you can't turn down or turn up the zero latency monitoring really makes it difficult to work with i apologize my ac turned on i'm not turning it off but the next con is the microphone is pretty bad with plosives if you don't have a pop filter or have good mic technique that's going to be a problem and I have not mentioned it yet but the accessories feel very cheap they are made of plastic and don't feel like they would hold up for very long now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone on the electric guitar I think it's perfectly usable the lows aren't too muddy the mids are unoffensive and pretty neutral and the top end is fine at least for rhythm that's the main application that i would be okay using it for when you do start to get to the upper register of the guitar the unsmooth 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 nature of the microphone's top end starts to become apparent and it becomes a little bit piercing and a little bit sharp sounding then on the acoustic guitar I found the lows and low mids to be a little bit problematic and a little bit overpowering and then in the top end you do have a boost which sounds a little bit artificial but the main thing that sticks out to me is it sounds a little bit closed off making it sound less lively less realistic which is one of the main draws to condenser microphones and this just seems to be lacking that Next up for singing, I definitely did not hate it. The lows didn't seem to give me any problems, and in a mix, I would be high passing those anyways. The mids were inoffensive, it wasn't overly nasally, it wasn't scooped out, so it sounded pretty natural in the mids. Then the top end, you get a little bit of a boost, giving you some clarity and articulation. The t t t you can hear all of that but it does start to get a little bit sibilant and also the top end is a little bit artificial sounding, but for $120, I think that's perfectly workable. And lastly, for spoken word, I know I will be repeating myself a bit here, but the lows and low mids have a bit of weightiness to them. And I think it's on the verge of being muddy and becoming a little bit unclear. The mids, as I just mentioned, are pretty neutral and inoffensive or unoffensive. I never know which one it is and then the top end you do get that crispness that articulation but it also sounds artificial and a little bit grainy or sharp or jagged it just is not the smoothest sound you shouldn't expect it for 120 bucks but i'm just letting you know that's what i'm hearing and to wrap up would i recommend the audio technica atr 2500 x usb kind of but not really let's start with the reason that i'm leaning towards no if you're doing live streaming or doing conference calls at 120 dollars this microphone has a ton of competition the competition offers different sounding microphones but where this microphone really starts to fall short is the feature set yes it does sound pretty good to my ears but when you start looking at the blue yeti nano the us the rode nt usb mini or the elgato wave three they all offer very similar feature sets if you just look at the physical microphone but once you look at what they offer in terms of software that's where the audio technica falls short because all of these offer real-time processing that would allow you to improve your sound before you start live streaming or before you start sending your voice to your conference call So, if that is you, I really think you would be better served by one of these other microphones from Blue or Rode or Elgato because it will help you get a better sound quality and a better listening experience for the people who are listening to you on your conference call or on your stream. But then the reason why I'm also saying maybe is because I don't hate the sound of the microphone. For a $120 USB condenser microphone, I think it's perfectly tolerable but you do have that quirk with the zero latency monitoring. And if you want to use the headphone jack, you're going to have to want to hear yourself really, really loud all the time. They need to roll out some kind of update, some kind of firmware fix to allow you to mute the zero latency monitoring and, or adjust the level of zero latency monitoring and computer playback. Otherwise I think that feature is pretty much useless. And because I think it makes that feature useless, you wouldn't even need a headphone port on the microphone. And that raises a question. Are there other USB condenser microphones that sound equal to this that are cheaper and don't have the headphone port? The answer is yes, the Razer Siren Mini. For 50 bucks, it's less than half the cost of this. I think you're getting an equally good sound Especially for conference calls, this would be perfectly sufficient, and you do lose the headphone port, which may be a turnoff for some folks. But I think unless you really like hearing yourself very, very loudly, (laughs) then the Razer Siren Mini would probably be a better option for most people all right I think that's going to wrap up for today I think this may have ended up unintentionally being one of my longest videos for a microphone that it's it's not even anything special and I did 15 microphone comparisons why I don't know why I did that that was stupid I wanted to quit my YouTube channel while I was doing that (laughs) I hated every second of it but I hope it was helpful if you found this video fun interesting or helpful Go ahead and give me a thumbs up if you hated it give me a big old thumbs down if you do want more videos subscribe click that logo down beneath me and do not forget to hit that bell icon if you want to hang out in the discord server do it or do not do it podcastage.com discord and if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here you can do so by clicking that join button or going to patreon.com podcastage and joining at the five dollar tier or higher it really does help me continue to bring you these videos so until next time thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening i'm sorry for bumping this stuff so much and i will talk to you next week i love you Bye bye